Hey there, welcome to the Hustle With Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, empty nest mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Tailor Made for Christian Businesswomen who've had success yet feel something is still missing. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this podcast, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving business for kingdom impact. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Do you wonder if it's even possible to be calm, unruffled, and untroubled at this time of year? Not just in life, but in business. You know my mission is helping you redefine hustle and break free from overwhelm and overachievement so that you can walk out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And serenity is our theme this month. Perfect, right? What I've put together for you this month is giving me some serenity because I'm pulling some episodes from the archives that speak to what it means to be serene and how the Lord guides us in that. And I'm sharing two episodes a week through December 27th. So Merry Christmas to you, my dear listeners. We'll be looking at serenity through the lens of God being the chairman of our board, having faith in this fourth watch of the year, being present over perfect paying attention to the Lord as our great giver versus the packaging of how we expect our outcomes to look. And finally, just in time for New Year's, decluttering our minds and our businesses. All of this points back to our four keys, define, direct, discipline, and develop, and how they unlock serenity I'm calling this our 2021 Rewind, and I do want to let you know that some of these recordings are a little scratchy with some background noise and some extra pauses, but that's because they're not as well recorded as my podcasts are now, so they may sound a little bit different, but what I loved about pulling this together for you this month is that it really helped me step back and see how far God has brought me, not just in the quality of the recording, but in the depth of the content that I bring you in practical ways to apply the Bible to our businesses. And that's an amen and hallelujah right there. So I pray these past episodes will bless you in this time, and they will help you focus on serenity, which isn't a word that we use a lot in business, but it's truly embracing the peace of the Lord that we already have and walking that out calmly with joy and being unruffled and untroubled. And that is incredible because the kingdom impact we make when we show up and serve in our businesses that way lets people experience Jesus through us. And that is powerful. So be sure to check the show notes for some tools and ideas that I have for each episode and make sure you listen to the end for our awesome sponsors. Here we go. From the title, you probably are thinking this has something to do with the whole joy of decluttering Marie Kondo thing. Um, and I'm going to say a little bit, but not exactly. 
Uh, yesterday, I had the opportunity to tune into the simulcast of Living Proof Live with Beth Moore. And every time I attend one of these events in person or I watch a simulcast, I just get so much depth from it that that just redefines so much for me. And if you tuned into any of our Daily Dose uh, in the last week or so, by the time you're listening to this, that would have been uh, the week of September 23rd. I was really struggling. I had a lot of mindset swirl going on. And, you know, sometimes all the time as God-centered entrepreneurs, we are human beings. We are works in progress. And the point of us being imperfect and not really enough is so that we will turn to him in our not-enoughness and ask him to show us the way like that's that's what he wants from our relationship with him so um did a lot of praying over that and then of course you walk into uh, a simulcast or a live event and there will always be things that god drops in your spirit that you go uh-huh i hear you and that's the case with this so we're going to talk about cleaning out your closet and decluttering your business life and your mind from the things that no longer fit you. So a portion of this does come from some of the notes that I took from the Beth Moore event. Um, I am by no means trying to share with you every single thing that she shared, but really wanted to dig into where this fits into our business. So you know how in your closet, you have these things that no longer fit you. So maybe it's something you've been holding on to because you're like, one day I'm going to lose that weight or one day I'm going to gain that weight if, if that's your situation. Or maybe you have some hand-me-downs that, um, that came from someone very special to you or a hat or jewelry or whatever it is, but they just don't fit you anymore. Maybe they're not your style. Maybe they're not your size. Um, maybe you've gone through some changes and therefore they're just not congruent with your personality or maybe you went from being in a corporate world where you had to wear suits and now you're an entrepreneur so you get to have your own style. Whatever that may be, we store things and that is exactly what happens in our minds and in our habits. So we store thoughts, habits, and actions and we hold on to some things that even in the midst of our relationship with Christ, even as we know he's moved mountains to show us his will, and we've started down the path that he has called us to, we're still holding on to some old things, some old habits, some old thoughts, even though he's already directed us or, you know, sometimes redirected us again and again, we keep holding on to what no longer fits us. So today I want to really dig into why we want to let those things go and how we are different in Christ and, and what that means in today's world. And also three areas that the enemy really wants to suck us into and get us spinning that takes us off course and out of focus of what Christ has called us and has us reaching back to those old habits or those old thought processes uh, because those served us in that spinning that the enemy has for us. So I'm going to dig in tonight. I want to start with 2 Corinthians 5, 17, which says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, 
new things have come. And beyond that, in Galatians 3, verse 27, it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ, put on Christ. So we have to put him on daily. And we have to understand that it is it is in our daily walk with him, in our daily time with him, that he continues to remind us of who he says we are and who the Lord made us to be. Because you guys, the bottom line is Jesus makes us different. He just does. When we take him into our hearts and the Holy Spirit begins to indwell us, we are different people. And so therefore, the lenses that we look through are different. I don't know if you remember uh, the movie National Treasure, the first one, which was set in Philly. Um, and they found Ben Franklin's glasses at Independence Hall. And every time they moved the lenses, something else became illuminated. And that's really what starts to happen for us in our walk with Christ in our business is that the way we do our business, the actions we take, our definition of success becomes melded with his, our our goals that we set, the outcomes that we want, all of that begins to change and shift because he can break the old cycles that we were in and he can break the strongholds that we were under so that as he peels away those layers, we start to undress from our old selves and we start to clothe ourselves in him every single day. But here's, and that's why we cannot do this journey on our own. We have to do it with him because we simply don't have the strength and the power within ourselves to do the things that he's called us to do, but praise him that he gave us the Holy Spirit to equip us. But here's what happens as we start that walk, as we start to sort of look behind us a little bit and go, but but, but what about those goals and those results and, and those kinds of things? And so we start to hold on to things. Uh, so for me, two things that were illuminated this week is that I've still been holding on to guilt and shame from some uh, from the downsizing that I experienced in 2012, um, you know, guilt that I that that caused our family financial hardship, shame, right? Because I mean, I don't know. Raise your hand if you've lost a job. There's some shame around that sometimes. Um, but the thing is, is that we continue to wear that. But Jesus already wore that for us. We've already laid that at the foot of the cross for Him. But by reliving it and continuing to bring it up. It tells our minds that Jesus didn't really take care of it for us. And there's more that we have to do in our power to take care of it. And you guys, that's a lie. It is a lie of the enemy that that thought process even happens. What we put at the cross is not resurrected with him. He took care of it. But because we keep bringing it to life, it keeps rearing its ugly head in us. And that's exactly what was happening to me uh, this past week. So that reliving is really, in a nutshell, distrust and disobedience. Uh, But it is exactly where the enemy wants us, exactly where the enemy wants us. The enemy wants us worried about self, and he wants us dwelling in these things. Um, and the enemy sometimes is the person we see in the mirror because that person, us, keeps bringing these things up and keeps reliving them. And we need to get that out of our way. One of the questions that Beth did bring up yesterday was, when are we going to stop doing what is undoing us? 
I'm going to say that again. When are we going to stop doing what is undoing us? And that, I'm telling you, hit me right here because I was like, how much longer am I going to put this much energy around? Should I go this way, Lord? Should I go that way? Should I go this way? Should I go that way? When he has made it abundantly clear to me which way to go. So we have to put him on daily and we have to put off or declutter the old self and the old practices because they don't fit us anymore because we are different because of Christ. So here are three things that the enemy wants us dwelling in. And and I'm just going to make a leap and say, it's really the things that society and our culture, and especially in our very public social media culture, wants to coat us in. So they want to put this coat on us that doesn't fit us because we walk with Christ, but they want to cover up the light that we're, that we're called to be reflecting in our businesses. And this is, um, this is where they want us. And, and in these places, it, it leaves us prioritizing the good things, which are temporal of the world, um, instead of his greater good. So for my note takers, here we go. The first thing is fear. Fear undermines faith. Fear requires, um, or, or the battle over fear requires us to release what we think is good for the greater good. Letting go of what no longer fits us and what no longer is ours to wear, like that shame and that guilt that the Lord has already taken care of in his death on the cross. But we're afraid to let go. For me, I'm, I've been afraid to let go because I think, well, what if I lose my edge? You know, what if I'm not, what if I, people don't see me as ambitious? What if they don't see me as confident? What if they think I don't want it badly enough? Um, does it mean I have to give up my desires and my goals for better ones? You guys, God is always faithful to give us what he desires for us. And as we start to overcome this faith and walk with him into the clothing that truly fits us, we may not recognize ourselves and that can be scary. And that's when we start to reach back for the old self. Um, but here's the thing. We are so, so loved by him and we are called in return to have a mighty fierce love for him, but we have to release fear. Because as it says in 1 John 4, 18, perfect love casts out fear and fear torments us. But I also want to take you to Jeremiah 12, verse 5. So in Jeremiah 12, um, Jeremiah is lamenting and complaining to the Lord. You know, why is life so easy for sinners? Why are they successful? You plant them like trees and you let them prosper and produce fruit, but they don't even praise you. And so the Lord says, Jeremiah, if you get tired racing against people, how can you possibly run with the horses that are faster? How can you possibly run the race that I've mapped out for you when you're worried about what's happening over here on the back mile? So if we're giving into the world, how can we stand on what God calls us to do? Whoo, that is powerful, right? So we've got to take off the coat of fear. The next one is fragility or being fragile. In today's world, everybody's offended by something. 
And the enemy wants us walking on eggshells and most certainly not being bold in our faith in business because faith and business don't mix, right? But that's exactly why we're here. That's exactly why we have the Hustle With Heart podcast, why we have a Success God's Way community, why we have a blog, and why I'm writing my book on pursuing Success God's Way. Because the enemy wants us walking on those eggshells and not proclaiming the Lord in the center of our business, but we are to be proclaiming his work in our business. We have been called to stand boldly for him and his strength and power are fully available to us as believers. But how often are we truly tapping into that? So I'm going to take you to Ephesians 3, 14 through 20. And what Beth was explaining yesterday is that in this, and, and throughout Ephesians, that, that Paul is building these blocks of strength on top of each other. And so, um, and so he tells us in three that, um, God is wonderful and glorious, that his spirit will make a strong followers, that Christ lives in our hearts and we can stand firm and deeply rooted in his love, um, that we, that we would understand how wide and how deep and how long and how high God's love is for us. Um, and that our, our, the, the power that is within us through Christ is how God is able to deliver exceedingly abundantly more than we can think or imagine. So because he strengthened us and, and, this, this power in us is exceeding and unsurpassed. It is incomparable power that dwells in us. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in us. And so therefore we have access to it. So it is about being strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. And it's how we are to live and how we are to do business. Now, that doesn't mean we go around wielding this power without control, but God equips us to utilize this power, especially in life and in our businesses, so that we can stand up confidently. I call it godly confidence or Godfidence, if you will. Um, but we cannot afford to be fragile because lives are at stake. You guys, if we are backing down and walking on eggshells and, and walking around fragile, worried about who we're going to offend by talking about God in our business, or, or might I lose some business partners, or might I not get some clients because I'm talking about Jesus in the middle of my business? I, I'm sorry. There are, there are important lives at stake to bring to Christ. And we have to continue to stand boldly for him in our business. And you guys, we should not be surprised by this because in Matthew 5, 10 through 12, Jesus tells us that we will be chastised. And in fact, he tells us that um, those who are chastised will be blessed. So I'm just going to go there real quick so I can give you that, um, the exact verbiage. So here it is. I'm coming to you from... The I'm going to go to the NASB version, and this is what he says. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecute, persecuted the prophets who were before you. Think of the saints of the Bible. They were persecuted. Think of the glory 
the glory that came from their lives and what they were able to do. So do not be surprised when we're persecuted in walking this walk with him. The last thing that the world wants to put a big dark coat on us is fragment. He wants to, the enemy wants us fragmented. He wants society fragmented. Um, If you just look around, you know, competition, even within the same companies, even within, you know, church denominations, we are called to cultivate community. That's exactly why we have a Success God's Way community here on Facebook, because it is a place where we can gather and lift each other up. And, and, you know, throughout scripture, it says together with all the saints, build each other up, remind each other that he will never leave you or forsake you. Remind each other, as it says in Philippians, let me go there, 1, 6, um, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. So when you look around and you see your fellow entrepreneurs struggling, lift them up, you know, pour into them Christ's love and tell them that they've not been forsaken and help them to keep going. Um, because we want to end the fragmentation. We want to create community along this walk. So as we're throwing away these things that don't fit us anymore, we're throwing off the coats of fear and being fragile and being fragmented. We have to understand that it is disobedient to not put the code of Christ and not put Christ on daily. Um, it is disobedient to ignore that we have the mind of Christ, which it says in 1 Corinthians 2.16. is disobedient not to walk in him as instructed in Colossians 2, 6 and 7. And it is disobedient to not stand in his strength of power and power as a woman of valor, which it says in Proverbs 31, 25. So there is joy in decluttering. And I want you to have joy as you throw out all of these things that don't fit you anymore. And as you put on Christ every single morning. Um, so I'm just going to encourage you to go Marie Kondo on this and get rid of all that junk and find a joy in that decluttering. But I also want to remind you that you are loved and chosen as it says in Colossians 3.12. And I invite you to throw off all of that clutter and instead put on the armor of God as it talks about in Ephesians 6, because we are in a battle. We are um, against forces beyond us. Um, you know, in, in, in principalities and, and the spiritual warfare as we continue to walk in pursuit of success, God's way and hustle with heart. And, um, you guys, it's not going to be easy. It's not. And I'm not here to promise you a prosperity gospel that says, because I asked for it, I'm getting it. Um, but we are called to be bold in Christ. And I want to encourage you to do that. Hey, before we go, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Rooted Group Coaching Membership. In my conversations with Christian businesswomen, I've discovered a gap beyond the usual coaching, strategic, and tactical support. And that gap is community. We all need accountability, belonging, connection, and godly discernment because pursuing success God's way looks different than the world. And we need a community to help us be rooted in His purpose for our business. The Rooted Group Coaching Membership fills this gap. God made us for community, and Rooted is the community tailor-made for accountability, supporting commitment and consistency, and providing a safe space for learning from and sharing with other Christian businesswomen. 
This membership is made for you and it includes the self-paced Hustle with Heart digital course too. Learn more at erinherringen.com slash rooted and find the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in this week. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for the helpful links or free tools that I talked about in today's episode. I love seeing your shout outs to the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So when you do that, please tag me. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite network so you get the episode every Monday when it releases. Definitely share this with your friends and fellow business owners that you know could benefit from this content. And could you also take a minute to help us out by leaving a review to help us reach more people with this message? We would so appreciate that. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.